0: What up out there, Podcast World? You are now tuned in to Stay With Me. And I'm your host, Dennis. And today we're gonna to be talking about P Pumps. That's the Cummins 12 valve diesel motor. And we're also gonna be talking about some bare metal picko trucks. So get yourself situated because we're gonna get right into this with Jeremy. All right, everybody, we're here with Jeremy, aka cold cart D10. And he's on the podcast with us today. How you doing today, Jeremy? Oh, I'm doing well, man. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing good, man. we were we just been chatting, and now it's time to get down to business. So Jeremy's on here, and for those of you who don't know, on his Instagram page, he has this really nice C10 that's diesel-powered. And we've been talking and, and hanging out for a little bit, but I don't know much about the diesel, so I invited Jeremy to do this with us today so he could tell us about the diesel that he has in particular, whatever other knowledge that he might have on the diesel. He's got some intriguing things to tell us. So it's your floor, man. Yeah, first of all, I want to start off by, I
1: am no expert by any stretch of the imagination, man. I mean, it's kind of a disclaimer. <laughs> I'm going to set that out. There straight. I mean, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's a, uh, uh, a million guys out there. that are going to go, ah, that dude's full of shit. And you know what? They're probably right. Um, but uh, I know just enough to get in trouble and, and uh, I'll share what I know. And, and uh and we'll go from there i mean like i said there's there's so many so many uh speed parts and companies available for for diesels and it's kind of new to the world far as far as that goes and um, as far as making speed parts and hot rods and rat rods and trucks and stuff like that that you know um you know it gets confusing especially for a small mind like mine (laughs) Um, right so you know i mean it gets a little overwhelming And and i'm not a motor guy by any
0: any stretch of imagination so i'm you know but i do know a little bit just enough to get me in trouble and and uh you know hopefully we can answer some questions and stuff i mean definitely uh, yeah and that's why because like you're proven like you're running this motor and you've been going down the road and you can tell everybody how long you've had it running and all this but the thing about it is as i said i know nothing about the diesel like i don't even know what diesel do you have in there is it a cummins
1: yeah i have a it's a it's a 1998 or 97 somewhere around there 12 valve um commons uh p-pump which means the p-pump is the the model of the pump um it's a p-pump 12 valve Cummins. um before that there was a, a ve pump motor and then after that is you know the they became the the shit there were 12 valve, but they were bosch pumps or something like that i didn't i haven't really paid a lot of attention to those but um but there's all kinds it's just different stages of 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 motors you know and and then all the way up to the 24 valve, and um, you know, and it just gets wilder from there as, as far as that goes. But uh, I, I particularly run a, a, a uh, 1997, 98, somewhere around there, um, 12 valve P pump motor. So, um, and it's my motor is an industrial injections built motor out of Salt Lake City. I didn't build build it myself. And knowing what I know now, I probably would have put that motor together myself. And and just fixed it when it broke or whatever. But uh, at the time, you know, when I first put that motor in about um, six or seven years ago, I didn't know shit about it. All I knew is I wanted one. So, I, can I say shit on here? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah,
0: hell yeah, yeah. You're good, man. You're good.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know much about it. But I, all I knew is I wanted one, and I wanted to. Um, I wanted you know X amount of power and X amount of X amount of torque. So. I called industrial and, and uh, we got us a motor set up and, you know, we had some, I had some issues with it right off the bat. And um, I ran a uh, Ford transmission in it right off the start. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was a, a four or 100 trans and I had no luck with that thing. I mean, no luck. I spent a grip load of money on the transmission and, and it just would not shift out of second gear. So now it's, now it's good and good and ready to go. I had to switch out transmissions and uh, a couple times and now it's now it's just it is what it is, man. It goes down the road.
0: So, what transmission yeah. do you have now? Is it an Allison or
1: no? It's a forty-seven um, RE, which is a basically it's a stock automatic transmission that came behind a Dodge in ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Okay, and and um, uh, they're not the greatest transmissions from the from the factory. I mean, they're they're okay, but um, you know, everybody, gets like the downfall to Dodge. I mean, it's Dodge's. Um, uh, down, huge downfall as far as like reliability. I mean, it's their weakest link. If, but uh, but you can take and have them built and or order one and or whatever, and then they'll uh, um you know it'll just it will make it stronger and build it, input output shafts and um, stuff like that. They'll
0: right the beef uh, it
1: and beef it up. Yeah, build it up. You know, I mean, and the reason I went with a forty seven RE because A it's a Dodge transmission and B I got it in a manual valve body, a full manual valve body. You know, and I'm sure you know, you know, what a manual valve bodies. Yeah. So you just shift it by itself. And I eliminated any kind of computer, um, uh, that it would, co- that it would take to, um, use that transmission. So, and it's, you know, I want to go to overdrive. I flip a toggle switch and I want the torque converter to lock up. I flip a toggle switch. <laughs> so just super simple, you know, and it's no mechanics
0: and, you know, or no electrical. It's all mechanical. And it just goes. Right, right, yeah. So now, what is? How come there's no, and I and I won't say no, but I haven't seen any Duramax. Why isn't anybody running a Duramax diesel? What's the deal with well, that?
1: Okay, so they're coming up now. The D- Dur- Duramax are coming up in the last few years. They they've really been coming on strong. as and the, the 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 deal with the Duramax is there? It's a lot like an LS. You know, it needs a standalone. It needs a computer to run. It needs um. It needs uh, a lot of electrical. Uh, components to make it work okay you know the deal with the 12 valve is it's air fuel and 12 volts that's all you need and the 12 volts is even optional at most of the time i mean (laughs) you know it'll it'll run you know it'll run just it just does it just runs and it's super super easy to just put in your truck and start it and go you know i mean yeah, I mean, you just if you, you if you get this power to the starter, it'll turn on. And if you can shut it off by cutting the fuel off, it'll cut off. Okay. But yeah, there's no there's no no science to it. It's just air fuel and 12 volts. It's not like a small block Chevy where, you know, it's even easier than a small block Chevy I would say. You know, but cause you don't have to adjust carburetors. You don't have to adjust, you know, the distributor and shit like that. If it's if it ran before, it'll probably still run.
0: Really? So, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's cool, though, man, because, I mean, seriously, I'm in and in, I'm interested in the diesel, but that's just a realm that I've never traveled, sort of like the LS. Like, sure, everybody's throwing LSs and everything, and people ask, why haven't you threw an LS and anything? Well, it's just not time for me to do that yet. But the right. diesel, on the other hand, would almost be time for me to do because I, I prefer to build trucks, but I would like to have a – so what – would be the best year so say yeah, I'm going to go with the Cummins because I'm like you, I don't want to have a bunch of money wrapped up in standalone computers and all this external thing. So right, we're talking about the Cummins and the 12 valve. And so what the year that you have in your truck, so, is that the one you would want to stick with?
1: Yeah, I would say a, a P pumped 12 valve, you know, I mean, so that's uh 97, late 96, 97, an early 98 i believe i could be wrong somebody's gonna tell me i'm wrong and dm me but um but 97 98 was the best uh the best um 12 valves in my opinion you know okay. and uh, um and the p-pump is it's just reliable it works and um but they're 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 getting harder and harder to find now right. So yeah so i mean if you can get a 12 valve with a ve pump you know the earlier models you know 95 96 92 you know i think 92 was the first year they started inter- intercooling them, you All know. Right. um But uh, the the thing about a, a, one of those man is is you can literally just turn wrenches and gain horsepower. <laughs> you don't got to buy parts. I mean, it's just turning wrenches. You can you want to rebuild the pump and put a governor like a VE pump? You, you just buy a spring a governor spring kit and a fuel pin, and you know for sixty bucks you can rebuild the pump on your lap and you're as you're watching TV and put it on your truck, time it and. Um, time the pump, add a few degrees of timing, and you're going to get four or 500 horsepower. You mm. know? Yeah. I mean, and then, and then intercooling it and turbo, you know, size, that all plays into, to, uh, is a variable too. I mean, right. like I said, it's, it's endless what you can do with these things.
0: Yeah. You know, I
1: mean, you know, and, uh, and the, the the cool thing about them is the efficiency for those who drive them, man. I mean, I mean, I, could, I average, I average in my truck um 26 and a half miles to the gallon average wow so like going to texas this last year average 26 and a half miles a gallon so uh, so yeah, yeah you're doing at one good. point yeah and at one point and that's doing 75 80 miles an hour and at one point from vegas to a town called Beatty, nevada which is a little over 120 miles um i wasn't driving hector was driving um you know, obviously, there there's a lot of variables. How fast was it driving? I mean, is it we were going downhill to the tailwind, yada, yada, yada. But I, I play the fuel <laughs> mileage game when I'm on these long long road trips. And uh, I mean, we got 32 miles to the gallon going from Las Vegas to Beatty, Nevada. I mean, you can't beat that, man. No. You, you can't. know, I mean, it's so, and for a truck, my truck has 700 horsepower, just under 700 horsepower right. and, and 1,300 foot pounds of torque.
0: So. And that was the next thing I was gonna bring up the the amount of power because I've heard you mention about the coal cart is down because of the power. So what's going on there? Right.
1: Um, it's just it goes as fast as you can drive. I mean, <laughs> it's uh even even though it's got you know a, ch- a chopping block suspension and all the good shit and the big heavy sway bars and and all the cool shit. It, it's still a 1968 Chevy truck, <laughs> you right. know, I mean, it's, I mean, it's as fast as you want to go. I mean, and, and it's just, yeah, you can get, it gets Western. Let's put it that way. <laughs> for me, for me, it gets a little scary. I'm an old man and I'm like, ah, fuck it. You know, and I'm afraid to break shit and, anymore. And it's expensive to break shit on a diesel.
0: Oh yeah. 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 You know? I bet it is, man. And that's the thing. So, so, For me, and this is me, I would want one, and it's not so much to build all the power and whatnot, because you already know how I feel about speed and what, you know, we were just talking about that. And so just going to get one, dropping in, that would be suitable for me, right? So if I just want to have a diesel motor and be able to just... Like you say, roll a little coal here and there in the safe zones, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. just for the sake of saying, hey, I got a diesel in there. So,
1: yeah, that's, yeah, it's, it's, like I said, it's, it's easy. As long as you can make it fit, it'll ship, you know? Right. Okay. So All right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, if it fits, it shifts. And like I said, they're, 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 one of the most efficient motors to run. I mean, for me, I, I feel that they they just idle down the road at 2000 RPMs and you're getting, You know, you're doing 70 miles an hour with a, you know, overdrive transmission, you know. So, you're, yeah, 25 miles to the gallon, 26 miles to the gallon. You can't hardly beat that. There's hybrids out there that don't get that. Right. You know? Yeah, right, right. You know? And they just
0: ain't cool. Exactly. I was just going to say, and they don't look like too much, you know? So, yeah. Now, as far as the suspension and stuff, do you have to put a heavier spring and, or if you're running coilover, is it a heavier thing? Or can you use the same rate that would be on, let's say, a 68 C10? Do you have to change that? Do you have to beef up your suspension because of the weight of the motor? Or is it something that's pretty, is it pretty standardized? Is it about the same?
1: Yes. No, no. Uh, a fully dressed Cummins uh, is 1,175 pounds. It Whoa. Needs, you know, give or, give or take. It's 1,175 pounds. A big block Chevy is what? 850. or right. something like that. It's. I mean, it, it's there, there's, there's a significant difference. Okay. So, um, before I bagged the truck, I had three quarter ton springs on my truck. <clears throat> well, it's still an eight lug truck. The coal cart is still eight lug. So it's always been eight lug. Um, but I had, uh, you know, three quarter ton springs in it and it w- was, it sucked. It sucked to, to drive. I mean, it bought them out and they would, you know, but then I put airbags on it and I got uh um, um, uh, what, 2,600 pound airbags each in the front or something like that. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah it's all it's all shopping block sells a uh a, a c20 c30 um front kit for it so it's all heavy duty stuff i mean but there is a, a significant weight difference right. you know, and you do notice it so what i did notice on a stock truck was the bump steer was terrible you know when it was just had drop spindles on it the the you know i mean um because when i first put this truck together it had a big block in it and it was it was fine it didn't it didn't didn't have much bump steer, but then I put the diesel in it, and it just oh, there's a lot of weight there, and you just really noticed it in a stock, in a stock configuration. Right. So. Okay. And now um, I have I have the like I said I have a big I've got big front and rear heavy spline, um, the spline, uh, torsion sway bars, front and rear, and I wouldn't say it handles like a Corvette, but I'd say it handles like a like like a, you know, a late. Two, early two thousands, late ninety nineties. Fucking uh, sorry about the language. Uh, Mustang. Okay. So yeah, yeah no. It, it rails. Cool. It rails pretty
0: good. It rails pretty good the way I got it set up right now. Cool. So, yeah, that was the, one of the things I wanted to know too. Cause I, I I thought, but as I said, I don't know much. You, I mean, I can imagine the diesel. You know, I when I when we I talk about diesels, it's usually in big truck diesel. So obviously, we know it takes a, a crane. To, an actual tow crane to get one of them out of a truck if you was to pull right. that out but we're not putting any of them in in a half ton or three quarter or one ton truck so yeah the Cummins. Oh, yeah. you know i didn't know i thought it would be a little heavier but then i thought along the lines of okay well the big block's heavy too so i didn't know and that's that's good to know though because i am seriously i was considering maybe finding one but i don't know where to start you know with doing well, all that so
1: well, find a, find, it's, you know, Craigslist is, or Craigslist or Facebook uh, marketplace is a good place to find, find them and, and uh, try and find one with, with no, if, you, if, you, if it's running, you can get you know, hear it run and see it run. It's the best way to go. And as long as it's got no blow by and, you know, probably under 300,000 miles, it's probably going to be good to just get down
0: the road. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. So high mileage on a diesel is, it's obviously you, you can go a lot more miles with a diesel motor than a car motor. So. Have you? What was the highest mile motor that you that you know of?
1: Um, my buddy Jesse has a uh what is it? A ninety eight truck, ninety eight truck, and he's got just a little over four hundred eighty thousand on his. With no rebuild. No, no rebuild, no. I mean, he's, he's re- transmission. He's rebuilt. You know, he's had a new turbo, new injectors, right? And little things like that. But,
0: um, As but no like... new
1: pistons, no new rings, no none of that shit. Just a just a. The, the original motor in that truck is just a little over. Yeah, it's it's way up there. Wow. And he rails that thing, man. He rails that thing. We get a little snow out there. He's out there doing donuts, you know. And I'm just like, man, you're going to hurt that that poor old girl. So.
0: <laughs> so the internals are pretty stout then.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir.
0: Cool, man. That's so, cool. I mean, and that's yeah, good and stuff the, to know, man.
1: And the Duramax, it weighs a little less than the, than the Cummins. I think the Duramax weighs, you know, I think the Duramax still still under 900 pounds. You know, so there's that, and it's also in a V8 configuration rather than the inline six. Right. Um, so you are you, not you got more room uh, lengthwise with a
0: with a Duramax versus a uh, a twelve valve because it's six in a row. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. looks like a big inline six motor. You know. It, yeah. So yeah. Well, yeah. that would, you know, I I have I considered it, and I but I've just wondered. I'm like, how come I don't see many Duramaxes? And yeah. I, I don't see many of the Ford Power Strokes in well, things around here. We're talking in Missouri. Yeah, you know I don't. Yeah, haven't seen any, but uh,
1: you know I I I've, I've, I don't I don't know anything about the Power Strokes at all. To be honest with you, all right. I know is that you got to get a certain six seven or seven two or seven zero oh, or whatever. I mean, there's certain years and models that that work and certain don't. And you know, there's a reason why people, guys, will take their, they're, they're, they call them swaps, you know, hmm. um, and they swap out their Duramax or their, uh, their power strokes and put in Cummins motors. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, it's it, there's a big that's a big thing. They got, it's so easy to do that conversion. They, you know, um, diesel conversion specialties makes an adapter, and they just drop right in. They make motor mounts for it, and it just swaps it right out.
0: Cool, man. That's cool. So. We're going to be looking for some Cummins power. But yeah, that's because uh, like I said, you, your truck, I've seen you and it's been running for so long and you know about it. And that's why I'm like, dude, you got to come on and, and, and tell us some of the knowledge, the things that you know, you know, because you're yeah. living proof about it. That's what I want to talk to somebody that knows because they have it, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, once you, when, Dennis, once you get a diesel in something, you know, in a, in a hot rod, mm-hmm. you're never going to want to drive anything else. Really? Be like, uh uh-uh. nah, just the sound, just the, the torque. I mean, the, even if you, you know, hop it up a little bit and, and get, you know, gets where you get around that thousand foot pounds of torque or whatever, you know, at even 1100, whatever, 900. I mean, that torque 60 foot out when it's on the spool, you know, when it's on the turbo <laughs> 60 foot out, it's fast. I mean, we talked about quick and fast earlier. Right. I mean, it goes from leaving the line to like, oh shit, we're going left right now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you
1: don't want to go left. I mean, right. so once it's on the once it's on the boost, you know, on that turbo, um, then then you know that torque kicks in. It's it's it gets to the point where I'm sure some of these trucks out there are a lot more violent than mine, but right. Um. Yeah, it gets western.
0: Yeah. Right, right. Hey, man. And that's. So, I mean. But, yeah, I mean, if I had one, of course, I'm going to do something to it. You can't just leave it stuck. Like, starting out, I probably would so I could get the feel of things and then do like I do. Right. Start researching, talking to people like you, you know, right. and finding the companies that make the stuff and the stuff that'll hold up. And I don't think I'd get too crazy, but, yeah, I'd like for it to just be able to like you say get a little western but be able to control it you know i don't i don't want to tear up nothing you know
1: (laughs) no 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 no. and the cool thing about the the diesels is is they're you know it's not like it's a different it's a different drive than a gas motor it is they drive different they run different you know the just the throttle on the throttle response on the on the diesel is different everything the way the position of your throttle you know like you barely push down the gas on on like these diesel trucks i mean just barely cracking it and it's just you know, you're doing 70 miles an hour. You know, all right, all um, right, So, like my man Hector, uh, he, you know, he's he was he drives a gas truck, and then he's got a 72 suburban he started now building for his wife, and um, he's we went to Texas. He went to Texas with me. He drove. He'd never drove my truck before. And halfway through Texas, he's like, "Man, I'm I'm uh, I'm gonna put a diesel in my suburban." Really? You know, just be, yeah, just because of the efficiency, just because of the the. You know the power is there when you need it. The torque is there when you need it. I mean, and he's like, I, "I'm sold." It's it's there's, you know, it's like I said. It'll run at 12,000 feet when you get to the Sierras. It'll run when you get to the beach. There's no carburation. It's, you know, it's just so, power. Just power, yeah. Because yeah, it lives off
0: of. To, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, no, no. You go
0: ahead. Oh, I was gonna say it lives off of the air, right? Right. It lives right, off right, of right. air intake. I mean, yeah. So. Yeah, without having to worry about a proper fuel mixture at certain altitudes and stuff, I'm sure it plays a big part in the efficiency. For it. it's almost like having a a blower, like a supercharger on something, you know, kind of helping force in. Right. Oh, that's what the turbo's for. But yeah, cool, man. That's yeah, I I like the idea of it and. Uh, I gotta, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm considering it, and it's the thing of it is though. With, you know, I got small blocks sitting around here. They're built, ready to go. You know, I, I'm a, I have nothing against the LS motor. I, I, I no, don't. No, no. But, uh, I just like the old school. Well, you know, the yeah. traditional motor, and my more of my thing about that is when you go to the car shows and you got the hoods or and everything open and the kids sees an inline six, they're like, is that a tractor motor? You know what I mean?
1: Y- you know, so. And your answer is, yes, it is. <laughs>
0: right. So, same exactly thing. Exactly what it is. You know, the V8s, and uh I've said it before, you know, these old cars, I try to keep them traditional with the window cranks and the door handles and the turn signal knobs right. and all that so that it, it kind of preserves it, but at the same time, it's got my own little touch. But then, you know, kids you know, they don't know what door handles are door locks and stuff. You know, they don't know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just uh, think I'm, it's cool.
1: I'm, yeah. I'm spoiled. I got, I got power windows in mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you start running out of shit to do it, man. You're like, okay, this is done. Um, what's next? Power windows. <laughs> right. What's next? AC, AC you know? And he used to be like.
0: So do you have AC in the, in the cold car?
1: Yes, sir. Really? Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh. Uh, air, so my wife would not ride with me. I mean, just would not. My wife and kid, they just would not go with me. I mean, anywhere. There's, come on, let's go. We're going over here. We're going to go cruise to the mountains. Nah, nah. So that's when the AC came in. I was like, you know what? I got to put the AC in here if I, if I even want them to go. I mean, right. So, right. But yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. Her car doesn't have AC. So, eh. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But
0: so how, what about the heat transfer as far as, coming through the firewall and the tow board do, do you feel any of that or is it just pretty so much the same at,
1: when i first put the truck together it um yes it was terrible 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 i mean just like blisters on the bottom of my feet um like going to texas so i the little back stories i put this truck together with the new chassis and stuff underneath it um in uh 2018 ni- early 19 um and uh i did it in 45 days so i didn't do any kind of any, any kind of insulation on it and i drove to texas in in february mm-hmm. and my feet were just blistered you know on the bottom you know so and then i got hooked up with a company of uh, vibro solutions i don't know if you know, know yeah. heard of them or whatever but uh kind of a shameless plug um they they hooked me up with some uh, sound deadening and uh, uh uh heat sink material and um huge 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 difference you know with 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 that i mean so the noise is what it is i mean it's just going to be there but the the heat was the heat was terrible and and now it's way tolerable okay
0: cool cool yeah i was wondering about that too because put out the power output generates heat and the heat's got to go somewhere Right. You know. Right. So yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Definitely, man. Yeah. No. You can talk about whatever company and whatever. You know, if it's knowledge that, you know, you're putting out there that it's important to know. You know.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it's it's there's a hundred companies out there. You know, right. That do that. That do that. And they just happen to be the company that I work with, and and they they support me and they take care of me. And cool. You know, Roy, he's a he's a grumpy old man, but I like him. So. <laughs> but uh. He but got yeah, the. He's a, he's a good guy to work.
0: He got the blisters off your feet, didn't he?
1: No, oh, oh shit, he did. He did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. And so, but uh, yeah, it's and I had to cut my firewall quite a bit. So, um, the way I set the motor in there, and, and, and I'm sure that's going to be in just about any truck. I mean, square bodies, I guess they don't they don't have to cut them very much. But um, the one thing that I know about these twelve valves um, and Cummins in general is. You know, trying to tow with one that has mechanical fans, it, they're not going to cool. They're not going. It's not going to stay cool, um, even with the lightest of trailer. So, I set mine up to where I have a, a, a mechanical fan on it.
0: Okay. And that's
1: where I have to had to set back the motor even more. So, when I originally put the truck together, I had my, um, electric fans on it, and um, then I decided one day I was, I bought this little trailer and I was like, I want to pull this little camp trailer around, this little thirteen foot camp trailer you know 1967 or 68 model and uh um, just it started up a hill and it just instantly overheated so wow. yeah i mean and the truck had never overheated before in its life so got it home and put it on a mechanical fan and yeah, it just
0: stays at 185 all the time really so now is yep. that originally and when it was in the ram was it mechanical fan or was it electric
1: fans Mechanical fans. It was okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah.
0: See, I fans. didn't know that.
1: Yeah. Um. Like I said, they just and guys will like they'll take their trucks and they'll they want they you can gain horsepower by by electric fans. That's just anything you know. I mean, with the with the um uh, you know with a hot rod Chevy or you know, a small block Chevy, you know, you're gonna gain horsepower with electric fans because it's just not that wind that resistance that drag right. like that. But, um, and that's all that's all fine and dandy, but um. But the no matter how big a radiator
0: I had, I had in that thing, it just would not cool pulling a trailer, so. Hmm, well, that's good to know, because you know, that's, when I go through the whole scheduling of building something, it's like, okay, we're gonna get this radiator, this, 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 we need these fans, and you got a general idea of what you're doing. So like, if I was setting up to do the diesel, I'd go about it the same way, you know, after you got everything mocked up, be like, all right, so we're gonna have this big radiator here and these electric fans, and then I'd been, up Schitt's Creek.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, well, I mean, if, you, if you're going to put it in, say like your Biscayne or something, you know, right. Um, you're probably, you're probably not going to tow a trailer with that. Right. You might, I don't know. You might tow a little, you know, um, <laughs> a little camp trailer I and mean, guys did it back in the day. So you might, but you just got to take that into consideration.
0: Right. So, right. Well, that is good but, to know because my thought too is with the torque and the horsepower, then that would mean that I'd be able to pull something. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah, I go hook my car trailer on and decide I want to haul zero around, and I'm not going to go nowhere.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'll end exactly. up pulling that with this, you know? <laughs> so, right, right, So, yeah, man, that's I did not know that. Seriously, I did not know. And that's a, that's good to know, though, because you never know, man. You might get in a situation where you're like, you know what, I'm going to pull this little trailer around, you know? And, yeah, I'd be right. I'd be upset. I'd, well, the first thing I would think, I'd be like, oh, no. You know, yeah. we, we gotta switch to radiators now. Or did yeah. one of my fans go out? Did we kick a relay or whatever, you know what I mean? So right, right. yeah. I, and that see that's good stuff and that's why yeah. you're on here talking about it. Because
1: And there might be guys out there that, that have the have the magic toss that tells you, you know, that say you can yeah, you can pull a you can pull a trailer with, with electric fans but um yeah, I, I don't, I don't know what that sauce is. So, and right to me, to me, you know, I mean, you you don't notice the difference on the
0: on the power loss for sure. Oh yeah, so, I bet you don't. And it, so, but how many miles do you got on the truck now? With Luma?
1: on the truck in the la, in in two years, I've got just just around fifty thousand miles on that truck. In two years, right? So, it,
0: yeah, I'm gonna I've go with. From, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, so say I've been from Mexico to Canada twice in it and to Texas twice and Arizona. And that's the one thing I'm I'm really not afraid to do is just get in that truck and drive it. You know, I mean, it's it's got some issues now, but um, only because it's just been, you know, uh, it's been rode hard and put away wet. It's like a rented mule, man. You just ride it, you know, ride it to death. <laughs>
0: You're right. till he you foams know? at the mouth and falls over. Him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. so he's just done with you.
0: You're right. So, Right, right. But that's what I was going to say. I was like, well, I'm going to go with the person that's been riding for 50,000 miles and take the advice until someone else can can prove otherwise. And I'm not saying inviting somebody on to have a dispute about it, but I'm just saying oh, yeah. I know that you know. And so when it's time for me to go into the diesel world, I'm like, hey, Jeremy, man. I check this out. I got yeah. this. What's next? You know what I mean? So. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's it's, and I got people I go to do. And I mean, because I don't know anything. I mean, right? I a, my, you know, I, I got a friend over in Napa that I—he's just the dude is like, like crazy smart, and um yeah, he just builds—he builds junk out of junk. I mean, like, yeah. He, I mean, he's got no budget. You know, I mean, and and you know, but he works at a junkyard and he does kind of side gigs and whatever and. You know his truck is twin turboed, uh, manual manual shift six. I think it's a seventy. It's a seventy twin turboed Cummins. And he, uh, I mean, I rode in his truck the other day, and I'm like, man, this thing's fast. It's really, 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 really fast. Really. And yeah, so I'm gonna meet him in Turlock in two weeks, and we're gonna race. I don't race my truck ever. You know, Um, I I don't. I I raced it one time, and uh, but uh, Barge truck. I mean. I think I think I'm just gonna go ahead and run him and see what happens, just for fun. You know, we're right. we're, we're, we're close friends, and uh, but I like I gotta know. I gotta know if this automatic, with you know 700 horsepower, beats fucking you know 1100 horsepower manual. You know, wow. So
0: that'd be cool. So, I hope you film it.
1: Yeah, it'll it, we'll, we'll do something. Like I said, it, I I'm so afraid to race it. You know, I mean, I raced it against a Mustang one time. You know, a 2014 Mustang, and just you know, those are, those are fast cars too. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I just smoked them there, light to light, light to light, light to light. And I just stood on it until it, until the motor popped. (laughs) I mean, you know, until it just stretched out the head gaskets and, and, you know, blew everything up. Wow. And that was an expensive, you know, an expensive mistake. I should have just, you know, but whatever.
0: So what, is that what happened? The head gaskets expanded and then.
1: Yeah. You stretch the head bolts and, and, uh, it, it, yeah so it ended up it ended up costing me about eight thousand dollars to to fix it mm. so yeah mm. that's the thing about diesels though i mean here's 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 the fun thing dennis so you want 800 horsepower out of a diesel right you better get out your checkbook and spend 22 dollars. right um, i mean for the most part i mean it could be give or take there's guys out there that can do it on you know six bucks in a six pack right you know But you want 800 horsepower out of a small block, it's 10 grand. Right. You know, I mean, plus or minus. I don't know the exact number, but, you know, diesels get expensive.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. And that's why I say, you know, I I would be more into it for just to have the diesel and then romp on it a couple of times, but definitely wouldn't be out to do any racing or. You know, yeah. get crazy. We're just talking car show stunts. When you're leaving, you leave your little trail, and then you got some coal rolling. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Oh, you yeah. know, and they're oh, like, yeah. "Look at that guy, man! This is badass!" And for real, I'm scared shitless that I'm going to pop the motor. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know, so yeah, it's just. But it's been a thought of mine, and uh, knowing that you what? you have it, you know, I thought it'd be good to have you on here, and you could tell your experiences and what you know about it
1: yeah well shoot man it's it's just bolts right know? my 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 father-in-law used to tell me and i you know like especially like when i was building this truck you know i mean um i made this a short bed shit almost 10 12 years ago long time ago long before it was like super popular and you know i put a diesel in it just to, i mean just it was like one of the first there was i wasn't the first but it was one of the first there's a guy in texas um alan um harvey Hackshack is his name on instagram but he was one of the first guys besides <clears throat> these old farmers that would that did a commons conversion a cummins swap and so this was you know a long time ago and now everybody's doing it but um uh, um you know like i told my father-in-law he goes i'm gonna do this and he's like you ever done it before and i go of course not you've known me half my life man and he goes I go do you think it can be done he goes some asshole did it before you you just got to be that asshole that does it better and that's the that's the thing so I mean any asshole can put a fucking motor excuse my language dang it I'm so terrible <laughs> <laughs> I'm so ter- sorry man you're good oh, shoot. uh any asshole can put a motor in a car you know you just got to do it it's nothing nothing's new and you know building cars to do anything new is you know to be the first one to do something is insane I mean you know, I, I built a bare metal truck. Was I the first? No. You're building a bare metal truck. Is yours the best? Yes. I mean, completely oh, hands down, hands down, like the most effort ever put into a bare metal truck. Period. Thanks, I man. Mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean Corey Hogan. He's got a pretty nice bare metal truck too, but but yours is just shines, man, shines. Yeah, uh, Corey's out in uh, Denver, Denver, Colorado. Okay. He got a little. He got a little '68 with an LS, with supercharged LS, and it's super fast. Check yeah. him out on Instagram. He's—I um, don't know the guy.
0: I just follow his truck, and I just think it's
1: one of my favorites. Cool, you know. Cool,
0: yeah. You know, so as far as bare metal, bare metal 68s go, the coolest one I've ever seen, and it's not even a truck. It's a it's a car, and it and I and I don't want to say the name of the person because I don't want to get it wrong. It was a, 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 a one of these metal bands, and they were. It's a popular guy, but it was a Ford. I know that it's a little coupe car that was custom done by a shop. But, oh, okay. it, it, it man, the, it, you know, it's professionally done. So it looked really cool. And that's what got me onto the Gibbs brand because they picture that car when they're, when you look up Gibbs brand penetrant to uh, protect the, the bare metal. Well, they used that on that car, and then the guy drove it around for a couple years, I believe, and yeah. nothing ever happened to it. I think they auctioned it off or something like that, but I'm not sure if he's got it now. But, yeah, some one of the uh, well-known band, I guess the lead singer or whatnot. But, yeah, that's the coolest that I've seen. And that's what kind of inspired me to be like, I'm going to make mine as smooth and as, you know, shiny as possible yeah. to where it's just different. Because I see some and they're cool, man. But I'm like, I want it to be just a little different that way it would be different. But yeah, that's where I got it. I learned it from looking up how to protect bare metal is, you know,
1: right.
0: <laughs> So that's how I learned. And then I just, you know, did my shit, start saying wait, it.
1: Wait, we're supposed to do something about it after it's bare metal. Right. <laughs> <I don't laughs> right. What are we supposed to do? Right.
0: I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Uh, you,
1: you're breaking up here. You're right.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, man. But
1: uh, I've kind of let mine get away, get out of hand. You know I mean? Just because I've been driving it so much that, um, I started, I started back sanding on it just the other day, getting some of the rust off of it, but yeah. I haven't really done done any of the maintenance to it. It's just clear, I don't got any protectant on it. it. I had a clear on it for a long time, but then it, it, it would rust through the clear, and it got really uneven, and I didn't like it. Right. You
0: know? Right.
1: Yeah. So I, I sanded the clear off of it, and and uh, I just let it go. You know?
0: Well, yeah, dude, so. that's one of the things people ask me all the time, are you going to clear coat it? And I'm like, no, you can't do that, because that's what happens. You go out... And, of course, when you're on the road, the vehicle's getting sandblasted when you're traveling behind other cars. And especially out here in Missouri, because we throw cinders and salt and all that stuff down the road. So, basically, the front end of the vehicle's getting sandblasted, and you wouldn't notice it until later on. And like you said, it would rust under the clear coat where it had been rock chipped, so the moisture would get under there, and then it would start presenting itself. Oh, wow.
1: I had handprints coming through.
0: Right yeah
1: yeah i mean just like where you touched it and forgot to forgot to wipe it down or missed it or didn't see it or whatever yeah it's coming through the clear i was like no i don't like
0: that right yeah well you know metal it's porous and being out in a in a more humid climate like here the metal is really never dry so once you do clear coat it you just trap the moisture under there and it's only a matter of time sometimes days before it would start to appear you would get this orange hue under the clear coat and you'd yeah. be like what the hell and it's because you trapped the moisture that was in the metal especially if your yeah. garage isn't insulated wells so i don't know there must be like real heavy mill plastic in this garage floor and it must be poured pretty thick because i've never had any sweating or any of those issues in the garage but i do know if i take and set it outside during the summers, if I don't get it back in before the sun goes down, I'm in here wiping it down because, like we were speaking about that yeah. before, you push it inside. Yeah, the dew would get it, but then when you take it from the hot out there and push it into the cooler garage, the moisture, the air condenses in here. So then it's the metal would sweat because you just drastically change the temperature, and yeah. that will create. You go in the house and leave it like that. You'll start. You'll see the little orange glow on it, <laughs> and that ain't cool, yeah. man. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. That is not uh, after cool. After all that hard work. Oh, yeah. No, that ain't cool at all, man. So, yeah. But if anybody ever wanted to just create rust, I can tell you, sand it down and then just wipe your sweaty arm across it. It'll rust in a matter oh, yeah. of 45 minutes.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, you can watch it rust.
0: Yeah, you can. Or spill some beer on it. I've done that, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. That ain't cool. The one
1: thing that I, the one thing, I, I, don't know, I, I don't know if you've had yours out in the summer sun yet, you know, when like you're sitting at a car show and some girl comes up and says, "Hey, can I lean on it?" or some dude, I guess I don't know. I don't have a lot of girls at car shows, I, you know. But uh, uh, some guy, somebody comes up and leans on your car, mm-hmm. you know, and it's bare metal, man. It's, and it's a different burn than the, the painted car. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. It does. It does. It just straight heat. Yep. So it is. Yeah. They, uh yeah, is. We had some models that wanted to sit on it. It was blazing ass hot in Vegas one day, and. Some model wanted to sit on the hood. And I'm like, you can, but you're going to burn your ass. It's not that. <laughs> I mean, like red <laughs> blisters on her <laughs> bottom. I told you, Missy. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, we've been, you know, we've been out. We've had it out in the suns a few times. You know, we shot a, yeah. a bunch of different videos with it. And we, so it's been out. And uh, yeah, well, after we're done, we, we'll sit there and we'll mess around or whatever. And you go and. Yeah, the little, the the kids, you know, playing around it and stuff, and they lean against yeah. it. Yeah, they've been they've been scorched by it before. Yeah. So you yeah. know, you're right. Yeah, it's just like I guess like uh, putting, I guess you know, people used to tan with the tin foil or whatever. They'd hold it up so it would, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, same thing, man. It ain't no joke, but yeah, man. I was I was glad that you took the time though to come on and and talk us a little bit about the diesel. Oh, no thanks for having me man thanks for having me it's been a pleasure for sure man and then so our next step is to uh when you get things back together we do like the whole uh patina view where you can you can show the truck and as you're telling the oh, story yeah. you know what i mean so that would be cool i know after some people hear that hear this they're gonna be like okay they're, well let's see yeah, the truck i want to see it yeah. right right so yeah. at this time go ahead and uh shout out your page and anything you wanted to say and let them know where to find you.
1: Uh, shoot. I'm, uh, my Instagram is coldcartd 10 and, um, I'm in Nevada. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and most, and if you guys got DM you know, questions, whatever, just DM me, I'm super happy to try to answer them. If I can't answer them, I will direct you to somebody that, that can, um, you know, uh, yeah, I'm just a home shop. I don't really take outside cars or anything like that. So, um, but like I said, um,
0: yeah, my, I have just enough knowledge to be dangerous. So, and that, uh, if
1: anybody's that's, got if anybody's got a question, and I'm happy to help.
0: Well, that's all we all need anyway. We just need enough to be dangerous, and yeah. that way, when that's shit goes south, you say, "Well, it was that damn cold-hearted." He told me, <laughs> "You got somebody." <laughs>
1: To blame that guy man why why did my shit not run because right. the whole cart said it
0: doesn't run right <laughs> and they ain't gonna they're not gonna blame the facilitator they're not gonna blame me i ain't got no. a part in this
1: <laughs> no you don't man it's all i take it i take 100 responsibility for it <laughs> and like i like i said there are guys out there that are that are really 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 smart with this and and uh there's so much to learn and you know i'm not the brightest crayon in the box so for me to learn something, I have to read it like 17 or 18 times and, you know, but, uh, but yeah, what I do know is that 12 valves work. That's what I know. And you can make a lot of power with them and have a lot of fun with them and they don't have to roll coal. You, I mean, you can have all that power
0: you want and it can be clean. So. Right, right. Yeah. Because there are some people that are against it because of the environment, right. which is fine. There's nothing yeah. wrong with
1: that. Yeah. Yeah so and and you know i i after having mine i i you know here in the next stage on this truck is gonna i'm gonna clean it up and and it's gonna run a lot cleaner it won't roll coal i'm gonna add another turbo to it i think and help clean that up and uh so it'll be twins you know i'll just do a smaller one in front of this big big 72 millimeter that i got um so yeah it'll clean it up and then just make it run a little more efficient because that black smoke is just wasted fuel. Right. You know, if it's rolling coal, if you're rolling coal, man, you ain't getting good no good mileage. No. So
0: yeah, that's just, that's unburned fuel right there.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. And I go to like, I go to like Lake Lake, Tah- Lake Tahoe or something, man. And people just get pissed. You know, I'm trying not to roll coal. I'm just trying to be a good citizen and people just mad man, all the time. Everybody mad all, all the time. Oh. So yeah, so it's, it is what it is right
0: yeah Yeah. i get it but you know what though i don't know it's like my same it's like my theory okay you got a a 350 two bolt main yeah somebody's like oh well i want a four bolt but then if you turn around and say hey man i got a 327 oh oh i gotta have it i gotta have it well guess what the 327 was only a two bolt main motor The only way it's going to have four-bolt main is if you take it somewhere and have it done. So it's just a perception. So the same people that are crying about rolling the coal, and I'm not getting on to anybody for their environmental beliefs, but those are the same people that are going to sit in the grandstand and watch NASCAR go around the track, and those cars have no governor on them, like no emissions, or go watch the tractor pull, or go watch Bigfoot, or go watch whatever, any sanctioned race, those cars... Are basically rolling coal because they're not environmentally friendly at all no so Ouch. i mean it's just that per you know a perception it's just something that's thrown out there but i understand what you're saying and i don't blame you for wanting to clean up your truck and uh make it burn a little cleaner aside from so, polluting the it environment is roll. it is fun to roll coal, and i'm not i'm not gonna
1: lie i mean it is fun to do it and in- you know, I always say, you know, money can't buy happiness, but it can buy a diesel. And I've never seen a sad person rolling coal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> yeah, I know. We, we'll sit behind, you know, every once in a while. It's kind of tamed down around here now. But, you know, I live pretty much like in the country and all the trucks, you know, all the older ones that are diesel, you know, you have to the like Then it the siren turns green. This Joker's rolling the coal out the pipe and Nikki, oh my God, she gets pissed because we're covered in the black cloud. And she's like, that son yeah. of a bitch, that damn fool. And I'm like, yeah. I think, I mean, it's not funny, but, you know, it's funny. I'm like, yeah, he's just showing off. I mean, and that's what it's about. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. yeah I don't blame him because if she had it, she'd do the same thing. Oh, God dang right. God dang right. She, yeah, you know, she's like, babe, oh. watch this, and then hit the gas and be like, tell me how much smoke come out. <laughs>
1: you know my wife does the same thing i mean we gotta you know she'll get in she'll, she'll drive that that coal cart of mine and she's like now how do you make it roll coal again uh you push the skinny pedal on the right <laughs> that's, how that. like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you do
0: it that's how you do it man. yeah man yeah so, so yeah i mean but you know i i, I get it man it's, it's just well that's how you ended up with catalog converters and uh yeah. pcve valves and all that other stuff yeah so yeah. yeah no and it's nothing wrong with it so you know we're not knocking the environmentally friendly people we're just no, no. making a statement on circumstances right right, right.
1: And, you know, it, it, like i said it's, it's it is obnoxious and i catch a lot of crap on my instagram over it you know i mean um people just eh. but i don't know i can't I'm not, I've never been a guy to change myself because somebody didn't like me or like what I was doing, you know. Um, is it the right thing that I'm doing? No, but like I said, I'm never going to change who I am.
0: So. Right, you know. right, right, right. Yeah, man, we're just we're hot rodders, man. Yeah,
1: we're hot rodders. Exactly. We're hot
0: rodders, and that's that's just a form of hot rodding, man. And if I mean you're still sending rockets in and out of space, what do you think that's doing to the ozone layer? Oh yeah,
1: and here's the thing, man. So we're talking about this so you know people buy their electric cars because they're environmentally friendly where the heck do you think that electricity comes from it's usually made by fossil fuels by coal you know people burning coal or you know power plants or something you know i mean it takes x amount of fuel oil or electricity or something to create to power up your your tesla or your or your hybrid of some sort i mean that oil that that electricity is made somewhere yep you
0: know? yeah it's so, it's manufactured source it's not electricity just isn't something that's bottled up
1: nope nope so, right so and you know when, you, when you're driving a diesel like this truck here you know it, excuse me it weighs uh you know just just around five thousand pounds seven horsepower 35 30, you know 25 miles to the gallon that's pretty good you know mm-hmm. that's pretty good I mean you know I mean I can drive to Texas on four hundred dollars drive to Houston Texas on four hundred dollars. And oh. back. I mean, it's just, that's, you know, it's, you know, me, a hybrid that you got to charge every eight hours, don't cut it.
0: No. So. Don't so cut it. Back. And you can't roll coal.
1: No. No. <laughs> and it's a hybrid. It's a Toyota Prius. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing
0: cool about them. No. 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 No, it's not. So, yeah, you... But well, I get it, man, and I, and I know you get it, too. And yeah. on that note, man, I'm going to bid you good day. Thank and you very much. For sure, man. You come back, we're going to come back. Like Next one, we'll do, like, definitely, we got to do, we'll set up a time, we can do your, your patina view whenever you're ready to uh, just walk around the truck. You know how it goes. Okay. And then, you know, we'll get it posted up on Instagram. And So one more time, let them know where you're at. Yeah,
1: uh, Cole Cart D10 on the Instagram and um, that's pretty much you know,
0: if you hit me up and you want to talk on the phone I'll give you my phone number There you go guys, so yeah <laughs> hit him up man, he's cool man he's a good dude, we have all good people on Patina Cove's podcast and people with first hand experience now we don't claim to know everything but we know what we know and that's to help you further along your education into going into finding out for yourself the rest of the way, so Appreciate it, Jeremy, man. I really do. All right, man. You have a good night. Hey, you too, man. Thanks. That was Cold Car D10, ladies and gentlemen. You can check him out on Instagram as well as Patina Code on Instagram. Right now, I'd like to remind you that you can check out the Patina Code online store at patinacodellc.egwood.com. Get your hands on some official Patina Code gear. I also want to remind you to check out my partner's LS Fabrication for everybody building an early model Chevy truck. Go check them out today. Use patina code in the promo code section to receive 10% off all sheet metal panels made by LS Fab. And you can find them at www.lsfab.ca. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I enjoyed that conversation. I hope you guys as well and tune in with me for the next episode. I don't know what it's going to be, but we have more podcasts coming up. Thanks for listening, everybody. Stay with me.